This review is brought to you by Die Macher. Find out more about the classic game at spielworks.de. From the kitchen of the cabin, it's the five games for Doomsday Review. Modern art. Who'd be a human? What a curse. To be an animal that has an almost exhaustible thirst for life. A thirst for everything that the world can bombard us with. An animal bursting with curiosity and enthusiasm. An animal that has been endowed with the means to squeeze everything it can out of this little blue dot floating in the cosmos. We don't just derive pleasure out of the blockbusters of nature either. The volcanoes and auroras. Things that are so gargantuan and awe-inspiring that it's little wonder that they get erroneously attributed to a higher power. No. We also experience intense joy in the quotidian. A beautiful sunrise. A gently warming breeze that carries the ghost of a fire. The flash in the eye of someone as they laugh at your joke. Things that reinforce our attachment to the world. The problem is, though, is that these joys are fleeting as we are assailed by the future. We are every inch the animal that Schopenhauer envisaged, swinging between ecstasy and ennui. Every joy subtly corrupted with dissatisfaction. We crave forward momentum to get on to the next thing, even though we know that the present moment is all we'll ever experience. We winnow away our precious time on impotent thoughts of the future, when nothing can ever be better than here, now. Every good darkened by our very nature. As I said, who'd be human? One of the things that propels us through life is the search for perfection. We leap from thing to thing, hoping that the next one will bring us more excitement, more satisfaction, more fun. We know that we'll never find it, but that doesn't stop us hungrily ploughing forward. But I'm here to tell you that you can calm down and you can rest for a bit. You can hoik off your boots and let your little piggies get some air because I've found something that is close enough to perfection that'll satisfy you, at least for a bit. And it comes in an exquisitely wrought ludological form. I present to you Modern Art from Rainer Knizia. In Modern Art, players take the roles of the bottom feeders that live off the talents of others. Like acting agents, art dealers are there to scrabble around in filth and try and pull gold out of it. There is no room for aesthetic appreciation here. The world of art is a money machine and it is your job to make it run smoothly. Players are given a handful of cards emblazoned with paintings, and each player will take the role of auctioneer, choosing which of their cards to put up for sale. These cards also have a symbol that dictates which kind of auction will be held. There is the standard open auction, where players yell their bids until the auctioneer bangs their gavel, a closed fist auction, a once-around auction, where each player only gets to bid once in turn order, and a fixed-price auction, where the auctioneer sets a value and the players decide if they want to chance their arm on that particular work of art. After five works of a particular artist have been auctioned, the round ends and values are given to each particular artist. The one who has sold the most getting the highest value, the second the second, and the third the third. Then players sell their purchased works for that price, and the next round starts. 
Values for previous rounds are added to the current value, and so artists' work increase in value as the game goes on. At the end of the game, the dealer with the most cash wins. Modern art is a pure fun generator. This is a game that has simple maths, simple mechanisms, and with this it burrows into the core of what gaming is. Agonising decisions that can make or break your game, hilarious faux competition across the table, and a flow state that simultaneously stretches and accelerates time. The auction mechanic is deployed here with an erring simplicity. There are no crenellations, no unnecessary bolt-ons, there is only the liberation of pure self-interest. While this is corrosive in the real world, in games it is life-affirming. There are no moments in which any player feels sidelined or disengaged, no moments of slack or flab. This is a game that is so taut that you feel you might slice your fingers touching it. This is masterful design that yells at us from 20 years ago, and we have no choice but to heed the call. This is a game that also strips all pretensions to dignity from the world of art. Art is not a lofty, dignified pursuit, but a dirty one in which beauty is connected inextricably to money. And popularity is manipulated groupthink that often has nothing to do with the intrinsic value of the art itself. I want this to be valuable, so we'll manipulate the market to make it so, even if I think the artist is a hack. Modern art models this beautifully, making every play of the game the property of the group playing it. Which artist will command the highest price? How much their works will be worth? This is determined by how parsimonious or extravagant the people around the table are. This makes you feel like you own every play of the game. Modern art is as complex as it needs to be. It's as cutthroat as it needs to be, and revels in elucidating the fickle myth that our financial institutions are built on. It is at once a lament to the corrupting influence of money in art, and a work of art itself. If the invisible hand does exist, you should hope it gets out your credit card and orders you a copy of Modern Art, because this is a game that everyone should have in their collection. It is our natural state to fetishise the future and to ache for perfection. And while perfection is unattainable, modern art is bloody close to it, and a stern rebuke to ennui and satisfaction. Thank you for listening, and you can support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash 5G4D.